action, nothing was ever going to be the same. Danger. If I slip up or if I turn my eye for just one second, someone could get the drop on me. Adventure. The Amazon River, they have a version of everything in North America except bigger and scarier. You're listening to Sea Story. Episode 24, Behind the Gun. I am Chief Gunner's Mate, Tiffany Montoya from San Bernardino, California, and this is my sea story. GMs are one of the oldest rates in the Navy, along with bosun mates and quartermasters, like the ones that actually navigate. So we have a really proud heritage, and because of that, they're a very tight-knit group. Most of my young Navy life was spent behind a gun in the middle of the Gulf. So my job as a gunner's mate on board is taking care of the armory and taking care of all the guns, ammunition. Gunner's mates are basically what make that ship a warship. Without guns, you have a floating cruise ship, basically. A lot of times, especially as a junior sailor, Spent a lot of time actually standing on a cruiser weapons mill, so a 50 cal, which is a machine gun, or a 240, which is also another smaller machine gun, sitting there for hours in the Gulf. And the reason why we're doing that is uh, sometimes when you're transiting, especially through narrow straits or shallow waters, always gotta have people on gun mounts ready to go just in case any small boats try and attack or anything pops off. And those are usually us. I remember one in particular, traveling on the Straits of Hormuz, which is in the North Arabian Gulf. It opens up to the North Arabian Gulf. And, you know, dressed out, helmet, flak jacket. It's at least 120 degrees. I remember we were out there for 15 hours, just standing up there, wondering if anyone was gonna try anything, wondering when we could actually just go back inside because it was just so hot. I was soaked from head to toe in sweat. Take off my helmet and the sweat would just like pull over my face, just like this is ridiculous. I've never sweat before in my life. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna die. But we were the ones that had to stand there and be vigilant. I was probably 20 years old when I was out there. Still kind of nervous, still kind of scared, but ready to do my job at a moment's notice. Standing out there, there's small boats surrounding the ship. Just trying to like weave in and out just to see what we were gonna do and how we are gonna handle it. These are all Iranian fast boats and just ones that come out of different parts of the coast. Trying to see like what we're gonna do, and trying to see like what our intentions are for being in the Gulf, and they're always coming alongside and you know shouting their anti-American things, recording us just to see if they catch us slipping up. And they learned over the years that if they get close enough and close enough, close enough, we start doing different things. Like we're trained to react. You as a 20-year-old kid. Seeing these people that obviously are not fans of us, just having to stand there and look mean and look the part and let them know like, hey, we're going to be the bigger people, but just know that if you try anything funny, mostly if you just look mean next to your gun, they're like, oh, she's ready to go. 
And they'd always come over to my side, you know, because I'm this little tiny thing. My vest barely fits, like it covers me, but you could tell like I'm swimming in this thing. It looks like a Ninja Turtle shell, basically. But every time they would come up, all I would do is just like glare at them, like put one hand on my weapon and then just stare at them. And usually they just kind of and went away. It's like, yeah, beat that. The only thing that keeps you from wimping out and not doing your job is knowing that, hey, if I slip up or if I turn my eye for just one second, someone could get the drop on me, get the drop on the whole crew, and it's over from there. That's a huge responsibility, especially as a young female, as a young sailor, that has to be there to actually make that decision. I mean, there's higher-ups that tell you, yes, engage, or no, don't engage, cease fire, and stuff like that, but to be the one that's ultimately consciously behind that weapon, ready to go, ready to respond if you absolutely need to, it's, it's crazy. And actually, it's a pretty humbling and rewarding thing to be able to say that, yeah, that's my job in the Navy. From the very beginning, I was treated just the same as everybody else. Teeny tiny GMSR Montoya. There's a lot of things in the GM right, especially in the armory, lots of heavy equipment to where I had to get a little bit more crafty where my counterparts, all the other guys could just muscle it up there. I had to be a little bit smarter, so I would try to use more of my brain than my brute. When I didn't have the strength to do something and I still had a job to get done, like I found a way to get it done. You don't have to be the loudest in the room to know that you're the one that knows your job the best. Once you have that good, solid reputation, it's really hard for someone to take it away from you if you work hard to keep it. Being a GM, especially being a GMC, is awesome. Coming next. Whenever you step off a ship and into a foreign country, you always hope that you're gonna come back. Sea Stories brought to you by America's Navy. Learn more at Navy.com.